Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings and welcome to the Do Business Better podcast. I'm your host, Damian Mason. So glad you are joining me today. We are going to talk about money, specifically money problems and how they are like vomiting. That's right. Money problems are like vomiting. They're the symptom of a bigger issue. They aren't the issue. You know, here on the Do Business Better podcast, I offer you ideas, insights, information, great guests, uh, and, and some motivation as well on how you can create a life and business by choice. And some folks tell me, you know, I get messages or they look me up, hey Damien, I really, I've got this great idea, I really wanna be successful and I wanna have my own enterprise and I've started my own business and I just am not good at money. All right, so what we're gonna do, we're not going to spend an hour on money in this episode. I think because we're gonna space it out. Every every few months, I'm going to do an episode about finances and money. And it's because I don't want to overwhelm, but also I think it's that important. You know, I'm not from a moneyed background. I don't know about you folks, and, and frankly, it's none of my business. But everybody has their own story. And then also everybody has their own relationship with money. Uh, You know, it's kind of an interesting deal that we as a society, we worship money, we talk about money, we judge people about money, and it's almost like a taboo subject with some families. They have an unhealthy relationship about money. Uh, You know, we fight over it. We mystify it in some ways. And it's really just an inanimate object created by man as a system of as a system of exchange and a means to determine value, easier than hauling a, a cart full of goats to the market and swapping it out for uh, clothes and robes for your family. So money became this invented thing. It's just a system of exchange. It's an inanimate object. It has no emotions. Humans have emotions. Money is just a way to assign value. That's it. Very simple, right? But just like I talk about in my book, Do Business Better, just because something is simple doesn't mean it's easy. Just because something is not complicated doesn't mean that it's easy for us to handle, to do, to uh, you know, do the right thing with. So when it comes to money, what we got to realize is, and we say things that wrong all the time, you know, it's because we're well-meaning or because we have friends or colleagues or business associates, well, they're having some money problems. Old Joe, he's just always had money problems. Old Cindy, she's just been in and out of money problems. There is no such thing as a money problem. There are problems that resonate through money. So over the next year, if you stick with me for that long, and if you've read my book, I have a whole chapter. It's chapter number 18 about money. It says no money meaning no money, as in K-N-O-W, money, or you'll have no money. And I really believe that. I've made money my friend because I didn't come from a well-off background, but I educated myself. A long time ago, I busted loose with my political comedy show, and I had quit corporate America, and I'd been through two years of the scrape, you know, of really struggling to get things going, and things started to click. And that dawned on me, hey, I'm, I'm making good money now. And... 
it would be irresponsible to mismanage or mishandle this. So I made it my job when I was traveling to read financial books and read the financial section of the newspaper, even if it was just the USA Today, not the world's most advanced newspaper. <laughs> but I used to get it free at my hotel every day. So I'd read the money section. Made me smarter. Read books. Dean Witter Guide to Personal Investing was the first money book that I really, really absorbed. I think I read it twice because it was all about investing. So the point is you've got to make money your friend because you are in business now and you are in business to earn a profit. And you can say, no, I'm really in business to help people. That's fine. But you cannot help anybody if your business is not solvent. You can talk all day long about you want to help out a cause or, you know, be good to your kids. All those things require money. You know, I say it in my book. Damien, you're just superficial. No, I'm not superficial at all. I love time with my wife and my dog and sitting out in the sun and looking at my lake and drinking a Coors banquet at the end of a very hard day of getting work done. I love that feeling. And it's not about money, but the only thing that I have discovered takes money to pay property taxes. It takes money to go to the store and buy myself a case of Coors Banquet beer. It takes money to buy groceries to feed my dog and my wife and myself. It takes money to pay the electric bill. So you're in business. You've got to be good with money. And so we're going to, over the time, you know, talk about different issues as they relate to finance. But let's just talk about money problems because we hear this a lot and it's just a misdiagnosis. It's a, it's a misdiagnosis and treat it like a medical situation. You know, in the medical profession, they address the cause rather than treating the symptom. That's really what we're trying to get better at, right? In the United States of America, we have such a drug addiction. I'm not even talking about the illegal ones. I'm talking about legal drugs. We abuse the crap out of them. All the pain medication, you know, we've got the Vicodin addiction, all the Oxycontin problems. It's because instead of treating the cause, we, maybe it's because of the pharmaceutical companies, maybe it's because of lazy doctors, maybe it's because of eager patients. Um, I can't say, it's not really uh, for me to judge that. I can tell you that we have an issue that we're treating the problem, treating the symptom, not the problem. Same thing with money. Oh, well, they just have money problems. No, they have real problems that resonate through money. Money is how people demonstrate their issues. You know, it's like I say, it's just like vomiting. Money problems are like vomiting. You're not vomiting because you're vomiting. You're vomiting because you have influenza. You're vomiting because you ate a grocery store uh, uh, sushi that had been left out uh, in the sun for a few hours. And, uh, you know, you got you sick. You're vomiting because you have just taken a ride at an amusement park and you got motion sickness. You're vomiting because maybe, tragically, you suffer from uh, bulimia. You don't vomit because you vomit. You vomit because you've got something else going on. It's the same thing with money problems. Let's dig into this. Generally, it comes down to overspending. Okay, there's short-term issues. We know that. You had a major health care crisis, and it just wiped you out. That happens. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I'm self-employed. I have crappy insurance. My wife and I, it's the one thing we actually concern ourselves about. Okay, there's those temporary situations. But when you find that just, this was just a year ago, the, the news went crazy with it and they took the other spin about how tragic it was that Americans are so 
poor and it's because the economy is so bad. Bullshit, the economy's not bad. And even if it were, this is all just excuse making that the that it was, did you see this? It was a year ago. 66% of Americans, two thirds of this country, doesn't have $500 laying around set aside if a $500 emergency were to arise and they needed $500 immediately. The average American, no, more than the average, two thirds of the Americans didn't have $500 laying around. Damien, you're being mean to poor people. Don't give me that. I've been poor. I've been poor and so have you. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. But I can tell you, I don't have a lot of patience for those that come from affluence and then judge me for how I judge other people's bad money habits. I came from nothing, and I can tell you that it's irresponsible to be a grown adult and not have $500. The average household in America is making about $62,000 a year. So divide that over the course of a year. That's $5,000 a month. So... What we're hearing then is the average household does not have one-tenth of one month's worth of salary set aside. Did you hear what I just said? Not the average, does not have one-tenth of one month's salary sitting aside for an emergency. That's irresponsible. Money problems come down to overspending. You've heard me talk about this. I'm going to continue to talk about it because I want you to be prosperous. And let me tell you, when you run your business, the best thing you can do is to be financially solvent because then you're not beholden to anyone. I talk about this a lot in my book, Do Business Better. When you owe the bank, when you owe investors, when you have angel investors or vulture capitalists, yeah, I know they're called venture capitalists, but anybody that's dealt with them usually says they're vulture capitalists. When you owe others for your existence, you are an indentured servant. So the best thing you can do to be prosperous for the long haul for your business is not be an overspender because you will have financial solvency and you will then have freedom. Now, yeah, it's okay to have debt. You use money, you know, borrowed money to accumulate capital assets, you know, a, a new widget maker in your factory, two new trucks, so you can have a, two new crews out there developing business for you. I understand all of that. Usually, you should only spend money that's borrowed on things that appreciate or can make you more money to buy capital equipment, to expand your business, to buy real estate, not to go on vacation. So let's talk about overspending and the money problems that come with it. And again, we all always know there is no such thing as a money problem. There's just a behavior problem that resonates through money. Vanity. That's one reason that folks overspend. You know the old thing, keeping up with the Joneses? Champagne taste on a beer budget? Vanity spenders bankrupt themselves attempting to impress others and let me just tell you something. Who are you trying to impress? Half the people you're trying to impress don't care and don't even notice, and the other half shouldn't even be in your life anyhow. Because if they're that damn superficial, you don't need them. Vanity spenders always spend, and they sometimes think they're going to convince themselves that there's something they're not. It's really a sad situation. They, you know, they, they blow their money, and we see it all the time. Remember, I live half the year in North Phoenix. We hear all the time about, you know, the, the man and the wife that have, uh, his, his thing is cars. So he's got a bunch of borrowed money for a bunch of cars to impress the neighbors. And she has purses. Just talked to a friend of mine who's a construction guy. He's got, he's got a client who has about, uh, about a hundred and some thousand dollars worth of purses. 
Okay, if you want purses, have purses. If you want to spend money on purses, go ahead, have your purses. But do not tell me that you have money problems as though there's just some thing in the, in, in the, in the environment. There's just something going on. The atmosphere uh, of the marketplace just conspired against you and made you have money problems as nothing that you could have done anything about. Bullshit. You're a vanity spender. We all have a degree of pride. We all want to have a little one-upsmanship once in a while with our siblings or our neighbors or somebody that we used to work with. But you know what? Vanity spending will bankrupt you. Insecurity. Some people swipe credit cards and pile on consumer debt and attempt to purchase confidence. This is a really sad thing, and you see it. The, the person is convinced if they can just spend a bit more money, they'll finally have the confidence. Maybe it's because they go back to the school bus where they got picked on because they wore tough skins with holes in them. You know, I'm sorry. I'm not being mean. I didn't. I wore hand-me-downs. My God, I'm the youngest of nine kids. I had patched clothes. Went to school looking like a NASCAR pit crew uh, member. Patches and clothes? Yes. Clothes that were out of date because your brother was 10 or 12 years older than you and you had to wear his clothes? Yes, I get it. But I never thought I could just rack up a bunch of debt and all of a sudden that would give me confidence. You shouldn't either. Confidence comes from accomplishment, not credit card debt. Unhappiness or depression. There's a lot of folks that spend money thinking it's going to make them happy. And here's the bad part. If they truly are depressed, go see a mental health professional to get work done and help you through your depression because accumulating possessions does not cure depression. All it does is make you more depressed because a month later you get a bill and you're in debt and you've got money problems, which really means you have mental health problems, but you abuse your credit card thinking it's going to fix your unhappiness or your depression. You know, I've got some depression issues. I've got depression issues in my family. Mine are mostly of the seasonal variety. That's why I live in Arizona during the winter. I do not do well with gray skies and cold weather and low ceiling days, as I call them, where that sky seems like it's right there, clouds are hovering over your head. Hikes with my dog, time with my friends, bright light therapy, exercise, and a trip to Arizona, maybe that'd be the thing for you too. Rather than going to the mall and buying your way into indebtedness, thinking it's going to fix your unhappiness. But discipline, that's really what it comes down to. If you want to be your own boss, if you want to run your own business, if you want to have long-term prosperity, you have to have good money habits. And this really comes down to discipline. A lack of discipline is the number one cause for money problems. Again, there's no such thing as a money problem. It's a discipline issue. You blow through your money and then you say, well, I just don't make enough. And we see this all the time. And then sometimes the media will support that. Well, it's because there's just not a high enough minimum wage. All right, I feel bad for people that are on minimum wage, but you know what? It's not generally a household that's living off a minimum wage. It's a part-time situation. And we all know that the reality is economics are such that the marketplace will pay you what you are worth. I'm not being mean to low-income folks. I'm simply pointing out that you can live above your means no matter what your income. It is difficult for low-income people to get ahead. I understand that. But I'm not talking about those folks having money problems. I'm talking about anybody that spends more than they earn. And then there's the people that say, I'm just not good with money. And that's an excuse. I'm just not good with washing my hands. I'm just not good with keeping my house picked up. Where do we stop this excuse? 
I'm just not good with money as though there's like, I'm just not tall enough to reach the basketball rim. This is not a physical incapacity. This is not something that you just can't get beyond. Like, oh, I'm just not tall enough to reach the top shelf, therefore I'm broke. No, you can be good with money. It's as simple as this. Learn about it. It's a learnable skill. It comes down to discipline. You don't need an MBA in finance to spend less than you earn. And now, of course, is when folks say, you know what, I'll just make more money. I've heard this for a long, long time. I remember folks say, I have friends that say it. I'll just make more and I don't have to worry about it. You cannot out-earn a spending problem, which is what a money problem really is, a spending problem. You are incapable of earning enough to go beyond your spending problem. Prove me wrong. Sure, go ahead. I dare you. Oh, I made $10 million last year, Damien. I made $10 million last year. You think I can spend all that? Yeah, you can. You can. Hell, I'll tell you what. I'll give you an ad right now for an airplane. Buy a jet. In fact, if you want to spend your $10 million, buy a jet and start flying me around so I have to fly commercial. I can show you all sorts of ways to blow through your money because no matter how much you got, you can end up blowing through it and overspend and have money problems. Money is not emotional. And by the way, speaking of you can't out-earn a spending problem, I'll give you the United States federal government as example A. Last year, 2018, the federal government in the United States of America took in more tax revenue than it ever has in its 250-year history, 240-year history. More tax revenue was brought in in the year 2018 than has ever been brought into the federal coffers in the history of this country known as the United States of America. And guess what? We have record debt, $22 trillion of debt, a number that you and I can't even comprehend. It's not an income problem. It is a spending problem. Same thing goes for you when you say, I'll just out-earn my spending problem. Money is not an emotional being. Money is simply an inanimate object. Money has no problems. It's people who have the problems. Those human problems present themselves through money. So if you want to be a successful business person, if you want to do business better, start by being better with your money. And maybe you are, and I applaud you. Maybe this is all so rudimentary. You're mad you spent 17 and a half minutes because that's where we are right now listening to this. But in general, a lot of folks in a country where 65% of the population doesn't have $500 set aside for an emergency tells me that a lot of people need to hear this message. There is no such thing as a money problem, just like there's no such thing as a vomiting problem. You vomit because you rode the scrambler at the street fair and got motion sickness, or you suffer from some tragic illness like bulimia, or you have the flu, or you just drank too much booze last night and then topped it off with gas station sushi. I don't know, but I can tell you nobody vomits because they vomit. They vomit because they've got some other issue and vomiting is just a symptom. Same thing with money problems. You want to be successful. You want to keep your business going for the long haul. Make money your friend and realize that money problems do not exist. They're just people problems that resonate through money. I'm Damian Mason. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Do Business Better podcast.